there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hey there, welcome to today's episode of wherever you are in the world, whenever you're listening to this in the world, that's your good spirits. Um, today's episode I'm calling Stuck in Your Own Thinking and um, I mean, I think different elements will resonate from today for sure, uh, but it's it's probably been triggered, if that's the word, um, by some conversations I've had recently, I'd say over the last month. Um where when I'm talking to, say, even potentially new clients, a lot of them are CEOs or entrepreneurs, um, and then sometimes in group settings, I suppose it, it re- I real, I've realized, I think I can actually speak English today, Shane, I've realized that um, for me, one of the key things that most people um, understandably, I think, can't necessarily see or don't always see is the impact and the levels and the layers that our thinking has on our experience, on how we see the world, our feeling, um, and ultimately then our behavior and our results. And obviously I'm talking about this in many different ways over the inner edge, but today I'm gonna throw a different angle at you and see what you think. Um, I was talking to an entrepreneur over the last couple of months and again, version of a conversation I've had many times, I can relate to it myself even personally. And when we got into it and I was asking him, well, you know, he, he admitted ultimately, look, as often happens, he was coming in and say, look, I want to talk about doing some work here and there. But then when we get into the conversation and really get into it and get behind the curtain and ask, well, what's the real problem? Ultimately, it always comes down to they're off on some level and they feel stuck on some level. And in this particular case, I was asking, well, what do you think is the key belief that's holding you back here? And after a little bit of reflection, what he said was, okay, honestly, I have this concern that maybe I'm not good enough to take my business to the next level. Now, there are multiple angles around this, um, but in essence, what I'm going to say to you is, when you're, when you have a question like that in your mind, um, and you could say on one level, look, it's fine. If it gets stuck in your inner projector, your inner world, then there will be damage done because you are going to bring in doubt and you're going to bring in anxiety from that and also if you're tired which a lot of um, leaders are today because they don't necessarily manage themselves that well and well then when you're tired actually that makes it even worse and speaking from my own experience when i was um, very depressed i've spoken about that in different episodes i looking back what was going on was i was stuck in a loop of my own thinking now on a very simple level you could say that every single uh, experience or how you see the world is, is kind of has got three key variables at its very core. One is your mind, because your mind then creates the thought that comes into your awareness. So you put your mind creating thought, it's the second thing. And then your attention is what, the attention you put on a specific thought is what brings everything to life. Now that may not make sense if you're listening to this perhaps for the first time. So I'd encourage you to go back and listen maybe to maybe to even some of the first of the 10 or 12 episodes to get a better sense of what I'm talking about. Because 
when I was back in that loop of depression, probably one of the key things in my mind was how do I fix myself? Now, that was a big mistake because that made the assumption that I was broken. And I wasn't. And a lot of the time I find a lot of people at some level think, there's something wrong with me. I can't tell people exactly what's going on. And from my point of view, initially, when I suppose explored some of the mental side of uh, things that were available, like neurolinguistic programming, or NLP for short, um, that, that did help. But NLP falls down in one area, particularly, and it's a massive area from my point of view, is it's very focused on content. It's the focus on, well, what's the nature of your thinking and how does that impact on your behavior? It does make a difference, but it isn't a game changer. Because at some point, in my experience, it will wear off. The game changer is more when you um, realize perhaps some of the assumptions that you're making. Uh, and for me, for example, uh, the assumption that I was making, which again, I think is in a lot of it's, it's conventional at that time, the assumption I was making was that I needed to do something or fix something uh, to get better. But what if that assumption is, is incorrect? What, what if you don't need to do anything? Like if I'm, if I have a cut on my hand, I don't need to tell my body to do anything to heal itself. It's a miracle. It just so seems to know what to do. It has an intelligence built into it. What if your mind is the same? What if your inner element or inner aspect has got an inner intelligence that kind of knows how to heal itself if it's just left to, to do what it has to do? Now, that might make any sense. I understand that. But... <laughs> What I'm suggesting is that if we if we focus less on what we're thinking and um, put less weight on, oh, we have to think something positive, because that can actually bring a lot of stress. So let's take a slightly different angle. A lot of people, so everyone will react in different ways to different circumstances. And so, for example, they could have all sorts of questions in their mind that might be creating doubt. For example, they could be saying if they're older, in their minds, am I a has-been? Am I the one, can I take it forward? Can I get the result? Am I good enough? Um, maybe I'm never going to find love. Maybe my relationship isn't right. Um, flip it the other way, go egotistical. Yeah, I, I know everything. Nobody can tell me anything about X. Or I'm right and you're wrong. They're always wrong. I'm right. I don't like being wrong. No one's going to tell me I'm wrong. Hi there. I just thought I'd take a moment um, to share something coming up. Uh, in February, where this podcast is being positioned at the moment. Um, I was very touched during the week that somebody uh, commented to me that some of, some of the training they'd done with me in one of my programs, that it actually had turned their business and their situation around. And um, my humble part, my inner voice is cringing at the moment, as I say it is out loud. But... <laughs> Um, they're a regular listening to this podcast as well, so I really appreciated them telling me because it's always nice to hear back that what you're doing does make a difference because sometimes you don't always hear. But the program I'm talking about is called MindShift. I run it at the moment once, twice a year. Um, the next one's coming up in a couple of weeks' time. If you're interested in kind of leaning in, this is an eight-week live virtual process. You work with me in the group context. It's good fun. It's challenging. But you get a chance to work with me um, up close and personal. And... Um, the nice thing about this program, from my point of view, is A, it works. Um, B, it's very meaningful in terms of the impact that it makes because it hits on your work. It hits on your life. It really helps with 
your balance. It helps with your mind. It's basically giving you the foundation, from my point of view, on the essential skills to succeed and create meaningful success for this century. Um, and also, I would say that it's a mix of roles. Like the last one, there was you know, a writer, a CEO, a senior manager, a business owner. You know, it's, it's just every walk of life on it, um, men and women. So it's not about just CEOs or entrepreneurs, things like that. It's really a mix. So if you're keen on getting better in what you're doing or better in yourself, please check it out. Um, that's all I'm going to say about it. I'll leave the details in the show notes as a link. Uh, back to the show. <clears throat> and I suppose the key point I'm, I'm, I'm going to make here now is that Whatever you're thinking very often is an issue, even if it's potentially very good. So you can get stuck in egotistical thinking, which you might think is good thinking. You can get stuck in negative, doubtful thinking. What if we just relaxed our minds and just stopped being stuck on thinking, stopped being, giving our attention to specific repetitive thoughts and just allowing our minds to relax? And that's why, from my experience, I put a lot of emphasis on learning how to relax your mind in a real way and move from what I would call fixed thinking, which is kind of loop the loop thinking, into flow thinking. Um, now, I'll tell you a little story that might give a different angle on this. Uh, it's not a true story, but I think it's one of those Zen stories. Um, and I, I'd say some of them I quite enjoy, some of them I haven't got a clue what they mean. But <laughs> So there's a very knowledgeable man who was determined to become enlightened and he studied for many, many years, and had become very smart and very clever, and but wasn't enlightened. And he'd heard about this enlightened monk, a master, who was in a monastery somewhere in the Himalayas. And he spent some time traveling there, eventually got there, and was led into the monastery and given an audience with the monk. So they were sitting down, their first meeting, and they were talking. And the man was telling the monk everything that he'd studied, all the things that he'd done, who he'd studied with and everything else. And the monk was listening carefully. And then the monk started to share some thoughts and information. And the guy would cut the monk off and say, you know, I, I've done that with such and such, or I've read this, or I know that, I know this. I kept on interrupting the monk. And the monk then <clears throat> leaned over and started to pick up a pot of tea and started to pour tea into the man's cup. And the man was talking, telling the monk everything that he knew. <clears throat> And the monk kept on pouring the tea, to, and the tea got full up to the brim of the cup, and then started to overflow onto the saucer, and then started to overflow onto the table, and started flowing over the off the table onto the ground. And the man was looking at the monk, saying, "What, what, what are you doing? Um, stuff." But the monk kept pouring the tea, and so it was dripping everywhere. And the man shouted out at him. He said, uh, "Will you stop? There's no more room left in the cup." And the monk stopped what he was doing, looked the man directly in the eye and said, exactly. Now, you can interpret that in many different ways and maybe Shane even messed the story a little bit, I don't know. But the key bit really is, you can fill your mind up so much with different things that there's no room left for anything else. And, and what can you leave room for? Well, what I'm seeing more and more over the last few years from my work, myself, is that I'm, I come from a background where, as I say, you know, I, I had depression, but, but before that, I think I would say I was a good boy <laughs> insofar as that I went to school, did what I was told, study, learn knowledge, uh, 
go to university, try and get a good job. But along the way, something was missing because I obviously had a breakdown. And then obviously you realize when you get in the real world anyway that it's not all about knowledge at all. I mean, knowledge is useful without a doubt. Um, but then you realize as well, <clears throat> even when you get into the mind area, that there's so much there. And actually, some of it is, is really not worth anything. And what I think one of the biggest mistakes that I made, and I can still see people making it now, is they put this value on their thinking, not realizing that even egotistical or positive thinking can actually cause you a problem and get stuck in a loop. You can get stuck at a level. Now, you mightn't, perhaps, maybe Shane is talking at, I don't know, a weird level today, but if you've ever been stuck, and in my experience, it's a universal thing as a human that everybody gets stuck at some point or feels stuck. But if you feel stuck, it's only because you're thinking something that's making you stuck. There is a direct link between your feeling and your thinking. And just like that man with the monk, what if we decided to try and experiment even for a week to two weeks, a month, and we're less attached to what we think, to what we think we know, to our experiences, which really are to do with our past or what our mind tells us we believe. What if we decided for a week or a month to just stop being so attached to our thinking and we just practice more just letting go and relaxing? And this is kind of, I suppose you could say, even kind of comes into their meditation, but it's beyond that. And when we create some space, where we're kind of saying, oh, look, I'm not going to believe everything I'm thinking, good or bad. I'm going to be more focused on having a relaxed mind in the moment and being open, being open and leaving some room in the cup for something new to come in. Now, what I find fascinating is that when you leave some room in whatever way that works for you, very often what comes in is something from within you. It's your own inner wisdom or inner intuition will present something to you, like a eureka moment or an aha moment. And when our minds are busy, that happens less and less. We're cutting off the gateway to our intuition. We're cutting off the gateway to really the soul of our mind, the depth, the deep area. So <clears throat> I'm not going to throw out probably too many questions as I kind of do towards the end of every episode, but I would suggest that you think of an area that perhaps you'd like to improve on. Or if you're stuck, maybe even what I'm saying to you, you could listen to Zodio again it's not a how-to episode. Um, it's perhaps maybe listen to like a little bit of music. Listen to it. My guess is that if you listen to this a couple of times, you're feeling stuck. I think that something might shift in you. And if that happens, maybe email me, let me know. And in conclusion, what I would say is to get unstuck, experiment with letting go of what your mind is telling you is true what it knows and even if you're not feeling stuck i find if you want to go to the next level it kind of is the same thing because you can be stuck within a level and feel okay but perhaps that's limiting your true talent and what i find interesting is the more I experiment with just letting go even of what my mind is saying when things are good that's allowing new things to come in it allows me to stretch myself it's not always easy but it does seem to be where um, the edge is, ironically. Anyway, thanks for being with me. Bye-bye.